This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEF. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jamison. Today, we are going to chat with Jaten Marnell and hear his story. You guys have been loving when I'm getting these guys who are you not necessarily rookies, but you know, in the first few years of business, and uh, it's been very uh, well received lately. So we're going to keep flowing with what you want. We are here to serve you, and uh, we appreciate all the feedback. We also appreciate the Entrepreneur Academy and the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. That's right, we got you covered. My friends Brian and Liz Fullerton up there in Novi, Michigan, have the Entrepreneur Academy. If you want to learn more about lawn care, landscaping, they got plenty of resources there for you. Maybe you're into hardscaping. Just go south a little bit to Columbus, Ohio, right outside of Columbus, Ohio, actually, Lancaster, Ohio. My good friends, Brittany, Caleb Allman, appreciate you sponsoring today's show. Now, they specialize in hardscaping, and they have their academy, uh, the Hardscape Academy. The link to both of those will be in today's show's notes, and uh, we appreciate Caleb and Brittany and Brian and Liz sponsoring today's show. True friends of the program, absolutely. Uh, Well, Marty, what do you say? Let's crank her up. Without further ado, here's my interview with Jayton. What's up, everybody? Today, we are chatting from Canyon, Texas. Mr. Jayton Marnell. What's up, Jayton? What's up, Paul? How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to join the show. We got a rain day here in the ATL, but uh, your guys are out working in Texas. You told me you're taking a piece of equipment back. What what piece of equipment is that, my man? It is a Ditch Witch Mini Skid. It's the SK800. It's probably the best purchase that I've that I've done so far in my business. Okay. Then where, where are you taking it back for? Well, it's actually me and my uncle. My uncle kind of we're kind of business partners in a way. He uh, he does all the spraying and stuff for me, and so I'm just taking it back to him because I'm actually uh, going out of town this weekend to kind of try to quit working for a weekend and get away. And then he's uh, he's going to be using it this weekend. I got you. Yeah, I was looking through your yes, Instagram. Sir. You look like you well, you like to do a little hunting, a little skiing. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're actually uh, we're going to the lake this weekend. We got a couple of jet skis and gonna go try to have some fun. There you go. That's yeah, awesome. Sure. You got a yeah. girlfriend, fiance. Who's that girl in all your pictures? Yeah, she's my uh, fiance. We've been engaged for, I guess, almost six months now. So Awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah, sure. How'd you find the Green Industry Podcast? Uh, Marty said you dropped a nice little five-star review for us. How'd you find the show? Man, it was, it was actually, honestly, just a week ago. I think it was last Thursday or something. I just... I was tired of listening to the same, you know, my music and stuff. And I was like, there's gotta be something better out here that I can get my mind going in a, in a better place and all this music. So I kind of just started looking on, uh, I guess it was solid on my podcast on Spotify. And 
I found Julio's first and I listened to that one for a while and I found yours and I just, I've listened to it every single day since last Thursday from the minute I get in the truck until I pull up to my house. That's so. awesome. That's, that's why we make it. So that's yeah, awesome. Sure. Yeah. Well, let's hear your story, Jayton. What's, what's cracking down there in Texas? We know you like to hunt, ski, go to the lake, but uh, somehow you got to make the money to do all that. What's, what's your business all about, man? How, what are you doing? Yeah, man. Our, the main part of my business right now is, I mean, just your typical lawn maintenance, that kind of thing. We mow about 90, 90 residential and commercial accounts, uh, up here in Canyon. And then the, another, the town that's kind of closer to us is Amarillo. So we kind of, we have about 20 lawns up there, but we're primarily out of Canyon. And, uh, yeah, so we do that. And then I try to get all the lawns done Monday to Thursday and then kind of Friday, Saturday, do the, the landscaping stuff and, Something that's, I mean, around here, there's a, there's a real water shortage problem in the water, like the aquifer is depleting. And so there's, I mean, farmers are having to fill in their wells and stuff. I mean, water shortage is a big problem up here. So we, uh, I kind of started trying to figure out something that I can do to help out some of these people, these homeowners who are, you know, running out of water at their house. So a, a big deal up here is, uh, it's called zero scaping and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know it, but it's, it's basically just putting like zero, zero water required plants in and they don't require any maintenance and they require little to no water. I mean, of course, you know, a little bit, but I mean, we get enough rain throughout the summer that it'll make them get by, but it's just really, and it's kind of like the river rock and kind of that kind of mm-hmm. little Western style landscape stuff that we've been doing. Absolutely. So that's kind of what, what I'm kind of passionate about. Yeah. That's a nice little niche specialization right there. A little, you call you guys call it zero scaping. Yeah. And it's, it's actually spelled with a, with an X. It's X, E-R-I and then scaping, but it's, I mean, I guess you kind of say it like zero, so zero scaping, or some people say like extra scaping or something, I'm like, no, it's zero scaping. There you go. Now, but, if you look at a map of Texas, uh, where exactly is Canyon? I, I know Dallas, Houston, Austin, well, where are you exactly you guys at? It's a big old state. So it's it's kind of, they call it West Texas, but it's really, it's really North Texas up here in the Panhandle. It's, uh, Amarillo is the town that probably the biggest town up here and it's kind of it's closer to Amarillo but Lubbock is Lubbock's about a I don't know 100 miles south of us, so we're kind of at the very top of Texas up here okay what state if you could keep going what state would you run into if you kept going north you run into Oklahoma and then if you kept on going west it would be New Mexico uh, and then I guess northwest would be Colorado and then Arkansas on the other side alright man Texas is huge eh yeah it is enormous so you you I, I couldn't understand your texas accent did you say 90 and you know nine zero or did you say 19 yards 90 okay so what in the world that's yes, a lot sir. and you do 90 yards monday through thursday almost 100 yards yes sir yeah we uh, i mean i mean of course you know some of them are bi-weekly and i'm trying to push that i don't want to mow your lawn every other week but probably i mean 80 80 85 percent of our lawns are are weekly that we're doing and what, we're, we're busting. Sorry, go ahead. Tell us your setup. What what kind of truck you got? What kind of trailer? What kind of mowers? What kind of weed eaters, edgers, blowers? What what's the we, setup? What's the, and the crew? Is it just you? Do you got a you got a helper? What's what's the deal? Yeah, so I got a. There's two guys working with me. Uh, one just graduated college, and then the other one's a couple years older than me. Actually, he he got furloughed from the railroad, so he's kind of helping me. And I have a 2008 Duramax with a. Uh, then I have a 20 foot or 22 foot. Uh, it's actually a hybrid trailer, like the back half dumps 
Mm-hmm. And in the front is where I keep everything else. And we run, we run walkers. I mean, everybody around here really likes to go on, go on bags. So we have three walkers and, uh, I have a gravely pro stance, 60 inch. Mm. So that's kind of what we do for our bigger properties. But I mean, a, a majority of our properties are just, you know, kind of your small, your small townhouses that we're doing. That, but the walker, I got a 48 inch walker and a 36 inch walker. Uh, but walker is probably our, our biggest, uh, that's what we use the most. So I, guess. so I I see these guys all using their walkers. Um, so where does all the clippings? How, how do you that dispose all that? I know it makes it look fresh, but how do you get rid of all that grass in the bag? So that's that's kind of where this trailer came into play because we uh, I guess it's half of the trailer. Like the the back eight foot is kind of where we dump all the clippings. And so we'll just dump the clippings there at the end of the or like after after every lawn. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we'll go we'll go dump it somewhere and before I was kind of trying to find places and I was having to go to the dump and it was kind of just a big pain. And this year, actually there was a local rancher around here. He's like, Hey, come over here and, you know, give your grass clippings to my cattle. And we'll literally go to his little, it's not really a farm because it's only a couple acres, but he's got about 12 head of cattle and we'll just go and dump all the clippings there. And those cows are, I mean, they see us pull up to the gate and they're already running to the trailer to start eating the grass. Cause like I said, that's mainly what they eat. It's just that fresh green fescue long clipping so yo so you guys got fescue out there in west yeah. texas really it's it's crazy yeah i mean and i if i was going to put in a lawn and i'm trying to get my my lawn going to my house it would definitely be like your bermuda or buffalo grass it's kind of the native grass around here but i mean honestly probably 70 or 80 percent of people have fescue and i mean it's and they water the crap out of it it kind of it kind of grinds my gear you know with the water shortage and everything going on but i mean most of it's fescue and most of it, I mean, it's just flawless looking lawns over here. Really? See, these jokers in Atlanta try fescue and it doesn't work. It gets all kind of um, funguses and, and nasty dry. It turns brown in the summer and it's so hard to keep up with. Oh, there's only probably like 8%, 10% of these guys have it down here, but we got Bermuda everywhere, a little bit of zoysia, uh, but I can't right. compute like... I can't compute because everyone sees, you know, a picture of the guy up in Ohio with beautiful fescue and they're like, I want that. And I'm like, that's impossible. It's 92 <laughs> degrees here for four months. Right. You ain't going to get fescue, but you guys are pulling it off in Texas. Hey guys, we'll be right back with my interview with Jayton from Texas. want to take a moment and thank today's sponsor here a little bit from Caleb Ballman and Brian Fullerton. The Green Industry Podcast returns in just a moment. Remember to support our sponsors who bring you the Green Industry Podcast. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. Enjoying today's show? Motivated to take your lawn care and landscaping business to the next level? Learn what it takes to grow your lawn and landscaping business today with training and education from the Entrepreneur Academy. Get educated with how-tos on mulch installation, plowing snow, aeration and overseeding, and so much more. These training programs are designed to help you save time and make more money with your business. Invest in your future by first investing in yourself. Use promo code PODCAST to save 10% on all courses today at Entrepreneur Academy. 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 Academy.
and there is, I mean, it's, I mean, some of these people, and of course, you know, like in, in midsummer, mid July, whenever it's starting to get like 90 to a hundred, I mean, they have to, they have to do a lot of, you know, hand watering kind of some of those hot spots mm-hmm. and stuff. But I mean, the average person probably waters their lawn once a day, once or twice a day, at least. Wow. So, yes, sir. That's awesome. Now, what kind of weed eater and uh, edger blower, what are you, what are you rocking with? Uh, we have primarily steel, uh, steel trimmers and stuff. And I have a steel, I don't, I don't even know what the model is. It's the electric start steel backpack blower. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we've been running steel mainly, but actually our dealer up here, he kind of gave me a good deal on a red max. And I don't know if I'll buy a steel trimmer again, just because this, the red max is probably half the weight and it does just as good as job. And it, I mean, it was a couple hundred dollars less than, less than what a steel was and it's still commercial quality. So I'll probably, I'm kind of all red max with the trimmers from now on unless something, something dramatic happens. So Jayton, tell us the story of how you got, what inspired you to get into the lawn care um, business? Man, I was probably, we lived in, we lived in Midland, which is probably three hours south of here back. We, or me and my family moved up here probably six, seven years ago. But my dad, my dad grew up farming. All my, my family's really farmers and, he got a job kind of in town down there and uh, he just kind of wanted to instill that work ethic, you know, because I mean, farmers are all hardworking people. So oh, he kind of yeah. wanted to instill that in me. And so when I was, I think I was 12 or 13 or something and he was like, he would force me to go like, go ask the neighbor if they want their lawn, lawn mode. At the time I was like, I hated it, but now it's, you know, it's paid off so much because I mean, I've got a pretty good business going on right now and I'm looking, looking to expand it. But it was just, it was that. And I remember one day, I came home from school and I was like in, I don't know, eighth grade or seventh or eighth grade. And there was a golf cart and a trailer sitting there. I was like, what in the world? And he's like, yeah, no, you don't have any excuse. You don't have to push that push board, all these lawns. Oh, so wow. when I was 12 or 13, we were, me and my little brother were, I mean, we had 12 lawns or something, but we were loading our little John Deere, John Deere push board into this little golf cart trailer and going down the neighborhood cutting grass. That so is so cool, man. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, how old yeah, are you sure. now? I'm 21. And what year is this in business? Um, this will probably be in total probably probably 10 or something. Maybe maybe nine or 10. And I've kind of since we've kind of moved around a little bit, I haven't been super consistent. But this is probably my sixth. I think it's my sixth year up here in Canyon. Wow. So you started in a golf cart with a little homemade trailer connected to the golf cart. At, you know, yeah. before you were even a teenager and now here you are 21 and you're banging out 90 yards a week. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm, I, owe, I owe a lot of it to my dad, honestly, for just kind of, you know, instilling that work ethic in me because I mean, I even feel guilty. I mean, we've been working six, six days a week, 12 hour days, and I still feel guilty for taking a three day weekend, but it, uh, I owe, it, I owe a lot of it to my dad for just kind of instilling that into me. Yeah, no, man. Enjoy the fruit of your labor. Get out there on them jet skis and have some fun, man. I I love going out in the lake with the jet skis. That's that's some good stuff. Although I'm getting so old, Jayton, it tears up my shoulder <laughs> and my back. And your next Wednesday and Thursday, if you work those jet skis good, man, you're gonna be all. I mean, you're a young buck, but you're gonna be sore, man. Those things wear you out. Oh, I know. I'm I'm kind of out of your dressing Tuesday, so. But I, I usually what, I usually crank them things up to like I can get about 55 57 miles per hour what about you what which kind do you got no it's, it's actually one of my buddies he uh he's bringing two of his but 
and I, I really haven't rode a whole bunch of jet skis in my life, but I, I'm still kind of new to it. And I, I just kind of figured out that you got to go real fast to turn. So I've, I've had a couple of wrecks on it the last time we went, but I'm trying to get the hang of it. But I, I, I definitely don't go any 55 mile an hour on them. Yeah, I, I whip them things around. Man. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, yeah. It was. You there? I think you were cutting out a little bit. Every now. Okay, yeah, I can hear you. So what's the price point on these um, yards down there in West Texas? What are you getting for your average size lawn? You know, probably the average lawn is probably 40 to 45. And, that's, and 40 is probably my minimum. And, of course, there's some other people who are kind of like my first customers who are kind of grandfathered in that will, you know, go cut their front lawn for 25 bucks and and whatever, but I mean, I mean, the smallest one's probably forty, and then I I do a big church over here, and that pays, I think, two hundred and twenty five dollars, and that's that's once a week. But probably, I mean, the average lawn's probably between forty and fifty bucks a cut. So the church you're charging them two twenty five once a week, and then how many man hours does it take? How how long is it taking you guys to go over there and bang it out? It probably takes me and two guys probably about an hour and a half for an hour and fifteen or something. Okay, so like four four man hours or so. Yeah, so it's, I'm I'm really doing it too cheap to be to be honest, but I I, I go to that church and so it's kind of my little donation. Yeah, I guess you could come say. on. So, yeah, yeah. make it yeah, nice, sure. look nice and crispy over there. And then, yeah. what is the man hour rate? You know, in Atlanta, these guys are charging fifty, fifty five, sixty dollars per man per hour. You know, for kind of more of the landscaping work. Um, what is the rate out there in West Texas? What what kind of people used to pay, and what's the market over your neck of the woods? You know, it's it's probably about the same, and, and that's another deal. Whenever whenever I was first getting into the lawn mowing deal, I figured out I was like, oh, you can make sixty dollars an hour, and I was like, wait, that's per person. So each person you have, you know, mowing, running a piece of equipment, whatever you're making that per person, mm-hmm. and so that's I'm constantly trying to you know strive strive to do that, but it's. And, uh, you know, on a lot of good days, we can do that. And, but yeah, I'd probably say $60 a man hour. And then the landscaping, I'm still, I'm still trying to kind of, kind of figure out because I, I actually just graduated college. So I'm, I'm starting to take it more as a, as a business now. So still trying to figure some stuff out along the way. Oh yeah. Well, you keep listening to the green industry podcast, man. We'll get you covered at most of these guys that uh, have been doing this for 10 plus years when we interview them you know the the main phrase that we get is know your numbers know your numbers or be intimate with your numbers because it's just you know we, we got to make sure we're charging the maximum that we can that the market will pay and uh get as efficient as possible uh because you got that work ethic i can tell that from the first few minutes we chatted that you're not afraid of going and working hard all day, but we want to, you know, if you're going to put in 10 hours of hard work, you want to make as much as you can and not leave anything on the table because we undercharge. And that's, you know, that's definitely um, the biggest mistake I made when I was your age in this business. And, um, you know, I don't want to see the young youngsters making is undercharging, you know? Oh, exactly. And I'm, I am super jealous that, you know, I've heard on your podcast that a lot of, most of your lawns are in the same neighborhood. And I was like, man, if I could, if I could do that, that would that would be awesome because I'm I really only have one day a week where they're all in the same neighborhood and everything else is kind of scattered apart. But I'm 
jealous of your situation for sure. Yeah. Route density, man. It was, it's not, it's very, very intentional. I mean, I, that was my plan from, you know, basically year one. I'm like, there's a neighborhood where the rich and the famous live. There's over 900 homes in this neighborhood. So I'm like, if I can just get a small little piece of the pie, then I can just go inside the gate and just work in one neighborhood. You know what I mean? And the the way the marketing on it worked was word of mouth referral. Cause you just do a bang out amazing job for one of them. And then there, a lot of them are networked and friends and you know, they got on the internet, they got these women's clubs where they'll put like, I need a babysitter. And then, you know, aunt Susie will say, Oh, well, you know, my babysitter sucks. Don't hire her. You know, she, uh, uh, or they'll say, Hey, my babysitter's awesome. Hire her. And then they'll hire her. And then, you know, it's the same with the lawn care landscape and people like, Hey, I need a good lawn guy. And people are like, Paul, you know, one call, that's all call Paul. And, uh, oh, yeah. so then it, we just got, and then it got to the point where it's like, okay, stop calling. We can't do anymore. Um, unless <laughs> exactly. I, unless I, you know, I would hire more guys and that's just, that's never, it is different for everyone. Some people want to have an empire where they're doing hunt, you know, um, tens of millions of dollars in revenue a year and have a big crew and all that. And that was never my desire. Um, as weird as that sounds, because some people are like, what? I, I I like what you're saying. I want to go on the three-day weekend and I don't mind if my revenue, as long as I got enough profit to pay all my bills and to, you know, have some left over and enjoy life, that's my goal. You know, that's my end game right there, which doesn't have to be... Um, a bunch of crews, you know what I mean? But, uh, Oh, exactly. And then you're getting, then you kind of, and I'm at the point I, I, I would, and I still do this. If I get a landscaping job, I'll send my guys out to go, go cut grass, whatever. And I trust them hundred percent, but I'm just, you know, take it. It's taken time for me to train them and stuff. And that's kind of, I haven't quite figured out the best way to, to train them and to, to do it. So I'm kind of, kind of just figuring out as I go, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. I don't know how big I'm, I mean, I'm at a, I'm in a good spot right now, but I also don't like spending 12 hours on a lawnmower. I think there's money to be made in other other areas of the green industry. But oh yeah, man, the in, the landscape enhancements. You know, that's I don't have Caleb Allman's hardscaping skills, or I mean, that's big money, big profit margins there. But uh, yeah, landscape enhancements if you charge the right price is is good. And when it comes to and you know these guys. I think I heard it was actually Caleb Allman. I think, don't quote me on that, but I think he said your employee at best is going to give you 80% of what you're capable of. Cause as owners of the business, no one's going to be as attentive to detail. No one's going to give the effort that we're going to give. Cause it's our baby. It's our business. It's our, you know, name on the line. It's our bank on the, you know, bank account on the line. At the end of the day, we're going to work harder than anyone in our business and care more than anyone. You know what I mean? And oh, exactly. if we can train them with incentive, with, you know, really saying, Hey, here's, I appreciate how hard you're working and here's where the future could go. And I want you to go along with me and I'm going to take care of you along the way. And you, you know, give them a long term that they see, Hey, if I, if I do a good job, I'm going to be having benefits down the road. You know, that's the, uh, kind of the best way to train people from everything I've learned in business and uh, just looking back on my career, because I've worked su- several jobs before lawn care and landscaping, and a lot of the jobs I didn't even like, and I didn't like my boss. And so I was like, everything that I didn't like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and uh, right. I want to I train them to where they have incentive. But uh, yeah, when you leave the property, 
you know, and you go and you do another job and you leave them behind. It's, you, you got to really, I, I still not figured it out completely, but you got to trust them that they're going to do, you know, what they need to do. And, uh, it's really about exactly. having the right, the right people, the right, the right people on the bus. And when you find a good one, I mean, they're rare, but when you find a good one, you got to take care of them. You got to let them know you appreciate them. You got to pay them on time, you know, pay them a good and take care of them and yep. keep telling them how much you love them. Cause they're hard to find, dude. I've done this for a long time. They're hard to find. Oh, I, you know, I've, I've had college buddies help me and stuff. And I mean, I've, I've never really had a work that just didn't really work out, but it's almost better to uh, find somebody that you're not friends with, you know, that you can, you know, just be a boss to instead of a friend because whenever, whenever you kind of mix it, it kind of, you know, it kind of complicates things. Yeah, that's very interesting you said that. Marty, write that down. We got to do a show about that one day because I, I got so many stories and uh, I've had friends work for me. I've had people that, weren't my, they're my friends, but I didn't know them before they worked for me. I just hired them, you know, out, you know, as a stranger. And, uh, I agree. I think it, I think they have more reverence and respect for you because your buddies are like, they're going to push your boundaries real hard. Like, you know what I mean? But if it's somebody that's an employee and you know, they got to pay all their bills, they need that check to show up on Friday. They're going to be respectful and, and, uh, hopefully, yeah, man, it's it's tough. <laughs> you're you're managing people, and uh, that are working hard. I mean, it's hard work. It's a uh, it's a challenge. So, oh, absolutely. Yep. Well, hey, Jade, yeah. I really appreciate you finding the show, being a friend of the show. How many episodes have you listened? You found us a week ago. How how many episodes have you listened to? This, this is interesting. I'm probably a month behind. I don't know how many you're you're doing a week, but I mean, I've I've listened to it for I mean the past six, seven days for 10 hours a day. So I'm, Jeez. I'm about to have to be about to be caught up. I know I can't remember the last person we interviewed, but I know it was in April cause y'all were talking about the whole coronavirus stuff. Okay. So, I mean, I'm probably 10 behind to being caught up or something, but I'm sure by Tuesday of next week, I'll be caught up and I'll be listening to this one. Yeah. Well, that'll be, that'll be fun listening to your own voice. Well, we really appreciate you calling in, have an amazing time out there at the lake and uh, stay safe. What can, or what's your uh, social media? We're, Marty will put it in the show's notes, but how can people connect with you? Man, I I have a I have a Facebook page and it's just Marnell Lawn Services, and I'm still working on getting an Instagram and stuff. But I mean, that's how I get a lot of my business is just through just through Facebook. I mean, I don't have. Well, what's your what's your personal IG? Because you hit me up on IG. What's that one? Uh, J J one zero and then underscore Marnell. All right, we'll put that link in the show's notes, guys. You can just scroll through the show description and click on that, and it'll take you over to uh, Jayton's IG. Give him a follow. You'll see his hunting pictures, his skiing pictures, his lake pictures. You got a good life down there in Texas, my man. Uh, I'm extremely blessed. Well, we appreciate you being a friend of the show. Just found us. Drop the five-star review. Been binge listening. Uh, we really appreciate that. That that really pumps us up, dude, because we put a lot of hard work into making this, literally one to make like an archive for the community, for people like you, Jayton, that, you know, 21-year-old uh, kid can go ahead and basically get an education by listening to all these conversations in a kind of an entertaining way, not like a teacher standing at the chalkboard writing down, you know, but more of education just through conversation. And so when we find people, you know, in West Texas that find the show and listen, it makes us feel very satisfied that uh, we're doing the mission. You know what I mean? 
no, y'all are y'all are doing a great job for sure. It's it's kind of funny you said that the entertainment part. I was I was mowing along and I can't remember who said a joke on it or something, but I just started busting out laughing. And my guys are sitting there like, "What are you laughing at?" Because I'm sitting there like mowing the grass and I'm just like busting out laughing. I almost have to stop the lawnmower, and they're like, "What are you laughing at?" And I just I I couldn't quit laughing. So it was kind of funny. Man, that's funny. Yeah, there's there's some some people we interview are kind of dry and boring, and then some of them are hilarious. Right. So you and you never know what's going to come out. It's it's unscripted. We just let people share their stories. So you get right. some inter- yep. interesting characters. Well, man, I hope you have an amazing Memorial Day weekend, and I will be in touch, my friend. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. What a fun chat there with Jayton from Texas. And I'll tell you what, that just pumps us up. We, You guys don't realize how much time we invest in making this show. And when you hear somebody that finds your show and then binge listens to your show, you know, it's just a big high five moment between Mr. Producer and I like, man, that's worth it right there to know somebody's out there 10 hours a day. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> listening to us, laughing, learning. And uh, it just makes you realize that uh, all those days where you come in here and drink that Dunkin' Donuts and go to town with these interviews and the editing and all that uh, work that you don't see, but uh, we put in, it uh, makes it all worth it. So, hey, thanks again, Brian Fullerton up in uh, Michigan for sponsoring today's show, as well as Caleb Allman in Ohio. The link to the Entrepreneur Academy and the Hardscape Academy are in today's show's notes. If you guys want to get registered for the GIE Expo coming up October 21 through 23rd, 2020, make sure you use the promo code Paul. That'll get you 50% off. We'll put that link in today's show's notes. And uh, just again, thank you, Jayton, for taking the time to chat with us and for taking the time. He binge listened and he dropped us a five-star review. Uh, those mean the world to us. And uh, the, the kind words he sent me, an IG um, direct message, uh, you know, when he found the show. So we appreciate uh, having a new listener out there, Jayton. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's, it's crazy. I was just looking at the reports the other day we got folks listening, you know, Australia. I'm like, where are these people? I didn't even, I mean, Australia is just, they are coming strong. And uh, shout outs to all y'all in Australia listening. I see y'all, y'all are making a storm, man. You're taking it to Canada. Canada is in second place, but uh, Australia is fighting for that number two spot. You guys are coming. I, I don't even know what happened in Australia. Maybe someone put like a big billboard up or something. <laughs> Green Industry Podcast. I don't know, but uh, they're they're digging it down there. Of course, in Canada, you guys are rocking it. And uh, then all across the United States of America, Europe, you're in fourth. Well, Europe's got all kind of different, you know, United Kingdom, Ireland, they're all over the place. But uh, we appreciate everyone who uh, takes the time to listen to the show and share the show. Uh, when you tag us on IG at Green Industry Podcast or my name, Paul Jameson, uh, we definitely noticed that and appreciate that. And they're having a blast. So we will be back soon, everybody. Look at today's show's notes for all those links. Thanks for listening.